0: all right what's up everybody welcome to easy money a sports betting show monday february twenty seventh, 2023 Man, It's hard to believe this month's already almost over uh, i'm chris gonzalez joined by tony gonzalez uh, how's it going i going pretty good oh uh, let's see i went three what was it three and two yeah i went three and two on friday i went six
1: and three Okay, not too bad and hitting my parlays, I was two and one on all of them.
0: So both of us had decent days. Hey, how, how's it going, Don? Hey, Glenn. Wrong button. Hey, how, how's it going, Don? Yep. How's it going, Glenn? Glenn? Got to see Glenn yesterday at, at a wrestling show. So Yeah. Sure did. That's a pretty good wrestling show, actually. Yesterday. Yeah.
1: Yes, it was. Glenn, what was your
0: uh what was your favorite match? I got a decent side of games. There's not a whole lot of NBA games tonight. There's only like I think four. Yeah. Four NBA games. Uh, then you had uh, some college basketball. Uh yeah. any hockey tonight? Yeah, a few games. All right. But uh we'll go we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll uh, start an nba uh first game is you have the detroit pistons at the charlotte hornets the hornets are seven point favorites minus 290 on the money line uh detroit's plus 235 on the money line over unders at 234 and uh, glenn glenn says uh cecil surveys in winning the tag belts in uh the main event yep uh main uh, main event was real good uh i I really i really enjoyed the kripke and uh logan myers match uh it was all it was awesome get it was awesome seeing the being there to see Cecil and uh uh, tyler scott win the win the tag belts because uh i don't think a lot of people saw that coming so that that was that was pretty cool as well yeah that was And had an interesting I quit match as well. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was interesting. Um, but the over-under in the Hornets Pistons is at 234. The Pistons are 15 and 46 on the season, one and four over their last five games. Uh the Hornets are 19 and 43 on the season. They are four and one over their last five, so they've been playing pretty good basketball. The uh, Pistons do lead the season series two games and zero against the Hornets. Uh, Pistons, uh, have some guys out tonight. Oh, uh, the, the rookie, uh, Ivy is out. Uh, and then uh, I think they have two other guys out as well. Uh, I like to, I'm, I'm going to go with the Charlotte Hornets here, uh, at the minus seven, uh, at home against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, see, so Glenn says Cecil has been working his ass off to get back in the ring and everything after going through his injury. It was awesome. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. All right, next game is going to be the Miami Heat at the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers are six-point favorites at home, minus 225 on the money line. The Heat are plus 188 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at 217. The Heat are 32-29 and 29 on the season. One and four over their last five. They will have uh, no Tyler Hero or Kyle Lowry tonight. They're both out. Um Sixers are 39 and tw- 20 on the season. Four and one over their last five games. Uh, I like I like the 76ers here at our home at the minus six. Uh, they've been they've been playing good basketball. Uh and with the Heat dealing with dealing with some injury, especially with Hero. Uh that's a big that's a big loss for them. Uh, not, not having a hero in the lineup. So I'm going I'm to go with the 76ers at the minus six. Then we have the Boston Celtics at the New York Knicks. Celtics are two and a half point favorites. They were minus one 138 on the money line. The Knicks are plus 118 on the money line. Over-unders at 223 and a half. Uh, Celtics are 44 and 17 on the season. Four and one over their last five games. The Knicks are thirty-five and twenty-seven on the season. They are five and zero over their last five games. Uh, these teams are tied. Uh, season series is tied, one game apiece. Uh, I like the Celtics in this game at the minus two and a half. Uh, Celtics have been one of the best teams in the NBA the whole season. Uh, I, I they put I, I'm trusting them over the Knicks basically just because they're little, they're more consistent than the Knicks. Uh, Knicks are a better team. Uh, this year than what they have been, but uh, I think the Celtics are just too deep and going to be a little too much for them. So I like the Celtics at the minus two and a half. And then last game in the NBA tonight, you have the Orlando Magic at the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans are four-point favorites, minus 178 on the money line. The Magic are plus 150 on the money line, over-unders at 227. Uh, the magic are 25 and 36 on the season two and three over their last five games pelicans are 30 and 31 on the season they're one and four over their last five uh the magic do lead the season series one game to uh zero uh, I'm gonna go with the pelicans in this game pelicans I know I've been struggling on one and four over their last five but they're at home they play better at home uh the the magic are a young team uh Still trying to find their way as well. So I'm going to go with the Pelicans at the minus four. Uh, that's all the NBA games tonight. So uh, I'm going to get, since there's only four games, I'm going to give a pick out for every game. So I'm going to go with the uh, Hornets at the minus seven, 76ers at the minus six, Celtics at the minus two and a half, and the Pelicans at the minus four. Uh, that That's going to be my my picks uh, in, in the NBA for today. Okay, uh,
1: <clears throat> my NBA parlay for tonight, I, I took I took Boston uh, money line win at the uh, Knicks. I got Miami at Philadelphia. I'll take Philadelphia minus six. And I got Orlando at uh, New Orleans. I'll take the Pelicans minus four. So that's my parlay for the NBA. I'll go ahead and give out my NHL real quick while you're getting ready for your college basketball. Uh, I've got Boston uh, money line win at Edmund, Ed, Edmonton. I've got uh, – Vancouver at Dallas. I'll take Dallas money line win. And I got the Blackhawks money line win at Anaheim.
0: Uh, all right. College basketball. I'm a, uh, There's only a couple games I like. Uh, you have a lot, of, a lot of the smaller schools playing. Don't have a lot of the big matchups tonight. Uh, but I'm going to take Baylor at the minus. Let me make sure it's still minus one and a half. Yes. You got number seven, Baylor, at Oklahoma State. Baylor is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, minus 113 on the money line. Over-unders at 141-and-a-half. Oklahoma State is minus 106 on the money line. Uh, I like Baylor here at the minus one-and-a-half. I think they're going to be a little too much for uh, Oklahoma State. And then I'm going to take uh, Iowa State at home. They are playing West <coughs> Virginia. Uh, Iowa State's a four-and-a-half-point Oh, that's actually went down. Okay. Iowa State's a four-and-a-half-point favorite, minus 196 on the money line. West Virginia's plus 162 on the money line. Over-unders at 135-and-a-half. Uh, I like Iowa State at the minus four-and-a-half uh, in this game. This was a uh, five-and-a-half uh, er, uh, earlier today, so it's uh, not, it has moved toward West Virginia some. So I like Iowa State at the minus four-and-a-half. Uh, that's that's going to be my two uh, college picks uh, for today.
1: Uh, yeah, I got my college basketball parlay. Um, I've got, um,
0: Baylor money
1: line win at Oklahoma. i got West Virginia at Iowa state. I'll take Iowa state at the minus four and a half. And I got Montana state at Eastern Washington. I'll take Eastern Washington money line win.
0: So you got a couple of the same ones in college. Yep. Uh, but that, that, that's pretty much, pretty much it for today. Uh, I said not a bit, not a real big slate of games, uh, MLB you have going, uh, but I'll be honest with you, I don't play. I, I watch some spring training, but mostly the Reds, so I don't play close yeah. enough to spring training. The way players are in and out and stuff, I really don't uh, give out a lot of picks for spring training. Uh, but you do have the Detroit Tigers at the New York Yankees today. Uh, this game's at 6:35 p.m. Eastern. The Yankees are uh, minus 144 on the money line. The Tigers are plus 122 on the money line uh, as spring training is getting full effect uh, here in just about a week. You have the world baseball classic will be starting. I think it starts March 4th or March 5th. So yeah. So basically this coming weekend, I got, yeah.
1: the, I got the reds on another room. They were down one, nothing.
0: So You have yeah, you have the world baseball classic, classic uh, classic uh, coming up. And then, of course, not too, not too long before we get to the, uh, some regular stuff season baseball which I'm looking forward to hopefully the hopefully the Reds can be better this year than what they were last year take out that terrible start they really played about 500 ball most of the season after that so yeah but
1: yeah they did you just can't
0: start 1 for 23 or something it was 2 for 23 something like that yeah it was it was bad it was really bad i mean you dig yourself that big a hole then you you got to play about perfect the rest of the season uh so Oh, uh, was there any, anything else that you want to talk about today? Uh, not really. What'd you think of the uh, XFL? I thought we, I thought week two, week two was good. Uh, the game, I think I saw three of the game, three out of the four games because I watched Thursday, watched a little bit Saturday, Saturday night, and then got to see most of the game, uh, the seven o'clock game yesterday. I got to see two games, um, but no, I, 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 I've been enjoying it. I, I hope I'm hoping that the TV ratings start. Going up a little bit. Yep. Seems like they're getting pretty, pretty decent crowds live at the games. Yeah, so, uh, so that hasn't seemed to be a real, a real big issue. Uh, looked like Houston might get the first loss, that, but they were they will pull that game out. So there was some uh, a lot of close games. That's one, one thing about. I mean, you look at the first two weeks. Most of the games have, uh, came down to the end. Haven't been haven't been a whole lot of uh, haven't been a whole lot of uh, blowouts. Uh, I mean, you had that one game, Houston, won pretty big, their first game 34, 12 or something. But other than that, most of the games have came down uh, to the end. Uh, so and I, I like the more I watch it, some of these new, some of the different rules. I, I even think I like them a little bit more
1: yeah. uh,
0: as I get used to watching it. So I think uh, I've enjoyed it so far.
1: Heard uh, on the afternoon blitz. I heard uh, Jay McLovin complaining about the rule or the kickoff rule. Uh
0: I think, I, I think you have to watch it. I think it, when somebody explains it to you, I think it does sound kind of like, what the hell? But I think when you watch it and see how it works, yeah. uh, I, I think it grows on you a little bit. Because at, at first, I didn't care for it. But now that I, when they first explained it, but now that I've seen it, you, know, you do get more returns. So, I mean, I, I, I think it's something that kind of grows on you as you watch it and get used to it. But it's, when somebody explains it to you, it does sound kind of, I think uh, it does sound kind of, kind of messed up. I really like that. Uh, the extra point rule. Yeah. I like it. Being able to go for one, two, one, two, or three. Yeah. I like that. And I, and I, I like the onside kick thing where, uh, you can go for fourth and 15 at, I, your, I like at, that your, own, at your own 25. I, I, li- uh, I like that. A lot. I, I like that. And if you don't get it, the team gets the ball there. And if you get it, you, you get the ball from where into that place. So, uh, I do like that. We've seen a couple of them get converted. We've seen a couple not. Yeah. But it it gives a team a better chance of converting up, converting it and getting the ball back than uh, just the onside kick. Which with the new rules, especially in the NFL, with the new unside kick rules is pretty damn pretty damn near impossible. You see them every now and then, but you don't see many of them recovered. Uh, and I, I think if you have a way where it's a, not that it's easy to re- easy to get, but it's a little more the percentage of a convert is a little higher. I I, I, th- I think that just adds a little more excitement to the, to the end of games. Yeah, I absolutely love the,
1: uh, instant replay rules where they're
0: showing everything. And, you know, it takes about 30 seconds. I, That's I, one thing I like. Absolutely love that. Uh, I wish it you know, so much quicker than, I mean, you watch an NFL game, be sitting there two, three minutes waiting on, uh, them to try to figure out for one, if you're going to have replay and it takes you, takes you longer than like 30 seconds. To a minute to look at that replay and be able to tell if the call was right or wrong. The call should stand because replay is supposed to. It's supposed to be for obvious blown calls, not not to get not to where where it's gotten now, where it's more of let's pick, let's slow it down in slow motion, pick the play apart. Yeah. Uh, uh, And you see that in baseball. Uh, Perfect example in baseball. Player sliding into second base hits hits second base. Umpire calls him safe, but then they go through. Instant replay, and they see that when he after he hit second base, that his 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 foot might have came off the bag, uh, yeah, a half a centimeter for 0.2 of a second, and then they call the guy out. That's not what instant replay was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the, for the obvious blown calls, yep. uh, calls not to slow down, slow it, the game down, and pick everything apart. And I think that's a problem that we've gotten to in the NFL, uh, NBA. If you watch NBA. Their review, it seems like a, a review s- slows the game down five to ten minutes sometimes. Yep. Uh, and you see in, in, in uh, baseball, see a lot of these major sports where in, in the XFL it's like boom, boom. I mean, uh, hell, most of the time before they even challenge it or the referees ask a question to the boot, the boot's already looking at it, and and boom, he gets. Uh, you got one guy in there, uh, Blandino, he looks at it. Gives, and you get to hear the, two, the discussion between yeah. the two and hear how he came to his decision. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I really do I really uh, do like the uh, playoff, or the playoff, the challenge rule uh, in the XFL. And I, I would like to see more sports get to that more of a, a quick model because that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a quick look at the play. If it's not something you can look at the play in full speed and say, oh, okay, that's wrong, you probably shouldn't be changed. I mean, I agree. You're you're to me, if, especially if you're worried about the rhythm of the game and how long and the top, the length of the game. Uh that, that's a way you can cut down some of the a, a little bit of the time because I mean how, how many times have we seen a five or ten minute delay in a game because of them looking at a play and trying to figure out what they're gonna call? It? I, I like the interviews too. I mean,
1: I know they were gonna say, well, these 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 players ain't got time to do that, they're worried about the football. Look, these guys are making millions of dollars i think i think it's uh to put something back in the game and give the viewers something I, I mean i know the xfl is not making a million dollars, but i'm talking about if they put that in the nfl where they go right to the sideline and do a quick 20 second uh interview after a play i think i think that's yeah. i think that's good i think it's good for the sport
0: yeah no i i, I like it i can say i i said, I want, I said it earlier in the afternoon so that's one thing that i do like about xfl is all all the live mics and you get you get a lot more access to hearing things and what you do watching, like NFL. I mean, you can hear the play calls coming in. Yep. Uh, so, it, I mean, I I like it. Another thing I like, kind of like they, that they do is, like in the NFL, the <coughs> only per- person the uh, coach can talk to is the uh, quarterback uh, at an offense. But they give you an XFL, you get so many, so many people that so many players you can have mic'd up. So you can have, you can have your receivers and your quarterback all with that thing in their ear. So then when that coach is calling the play in the rest of the team, the rest of your receivers are hearing it too. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I like that. And I know they do it on the defensive side of the ball as well. Uh, I forget the exact number <laughs> of players, but you get so, so many uh, allotted uh, players that are allowed to have the, the hearing device in their, in their uh, uh, helmet. Uh, and I know some some people aren't going to agree with this, but you're going to see some of these rule rule changes. You ain't going to see all of them, but you'll see some of them eventually work their way to the NFL. Well, I think uh, so too. A lot of people don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that the sky cam that you see in the NFL, that came from the original XFL. Sure did. Uh, So, I mean, that, I mean, so there's been things taken from the XFL and, and brought to the NFL. So uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that, but the first sky cam that you saw in, in football was the XFL. The original one back in, well, like man, 2000 or maybe even before, somewhere around there, late 90s, 2000. Yeah. When uh, Vince first tried it, uh, and they had some issues, or it might have made it. And then last, of course, the last time you had COVID, so they
1: were doing really well. That, that's, that, that just kind of sucks for them because I, I, I think they were going to make it. They were doing a lot of good things, uh,
0: and then COVID hit, shut everything down uh right but before we get out of here for today don't forget we got a big interview tomorrow 5 p.m eastern uh pro wrestler trainer and promoter damian michael cole will be uh will be joining us at 5 p.m then on uh wednesday we have uh pro wrestler justin danger will be joining us at 6:30 p.m eastern he's been in the business for at least at least 15 16 years so it should be a great conversation and then on uh thursday at 6:30 we have uh, pro wrestler nick diamond uh is going to be joining us so uh got a full week of interviews and uh, then also on sunday we'll be live streaming uh, another pro wrestling show as we'll be at, uh summit pro wrestling yep. uh, they got they got another great card put together so looking forward to that uh, if you missed our if you missed warrior pro wrestling 18 yesterday go check it out on youtube at gonzo Sportsroom room or uh, at the All Sports All Plays Network. You can find it at both places. Uh, or you can find it on uh, Twitch and Twitter at uh, both places as well. Uh, go check it out. Like we said, it, it, was, it was a great show uh, yesterday as well. And then don't forget tonight, 6 30 p.m. Eastern, we have GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room. Uh, we'll be talking some old school wrestling. So come join us for that. Then also at 11 o'clock tonight, GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Uh,
1: did you see, uh, it was breaking news. I don't know if it was something from earlier or not. I just seen the commanders released Carson Wentz.
0: Or oh, did they release
1: Carson? He's been released, so he's looking for a job. What do you think, Lance?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody will pick him up as a starter. I think it's going to be. Or uh, I'll, I'll probably be a backup, I would think. And, and does he want to be a backup?
1: He may not have no choice.
0: Well, I mean, he might just retire. Could he go to the XFL? I mean, if he, yeah, me. mean. He probably I don't know if well probably not. I don't know if he could this year, but yeah, he probably uh, probably could if he's still wanting if he's still wanting to play. I don't, you know what I mean I don't know if he guy seems like a little bit of a weird guy weird dude. What what teams would be
1: somewhere he could go to at least have an option of maybe being the starter? right at this point, right Carolina. I'm not saying that he would get the starter, but I'm just saying Carolina, Was it, well, that and his relationship with Frank Reich. So. Uh, Saints.
0: Maybe the Saints, because unless Who, you're going to go with Winston or Dalton I again, I don't
1: see him going with Winston or
0: Dalton. Do you? I'm not saying he's going yeah. to any place. I'm just saying somewhere he's got yeah. that option. To, to I mean, there might, there might be a team that might take might take a chance on him. Uh, I would say I would say Carolina would be maybe the strongest just because of his relationship with Frank Reich. What about a backup situation? And I still think Frank Reich thinks that he can win with, win with Carson. What about a backup situation in San Francisco? Now that wouldn't be a bad move as a, as a backup. Uh, oh, another team. If he wants to be, like I said, if he if he if that's what he wants to do, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, you can see maybe Arizona because they're looking for somebody basically just to fill in until. Murray gets back. And that would give him a, play, a chance to start and prove something. That might be a good fit. Yeah. I don't know if Arizona would think that, but. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> or the Arizona. Well, the, let me say the Arizona fan base, but, I should say. But
1: who are you going to get right now?
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, you're not going to go out and get Lamar Jackson if you're going to keep Murray. I mean, I'm not saying Lamar Jackson isn't even available. I'm just saying yeah. who are you going to get if you're if Murray's going to be your guy?
0: Yeah. If you're gonna get somebody, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a gap filled guy like Garoppolo. like that. Yeah,
1: but Garoppolo ain't been able to stay healthy, so I you know I don't know. And with
0: Wentz, I don't I don't know, man. He he'll show flashes, and then there's just other times it's like, what are you doing? Uh, but I, I would say if I had to give a favorite, I would say Carolina, just because of his relationship with Frank Reich. And I don't think Frank wanted to move on from in Indianapolis after one year, so uh, uh, it, that that wouldn't surprise me a, a whole lot if, if maybe they. The, didn't the only want thing that way. the only thing is, if he does that. He brings him
1: in, and he's a big bust. That's not a good way to start off your Carolina coaching group.
0: I not mean, I'm not you know, No, no, that's true, but if, if depends on if you're gonna bring any if you can bring anybody else. Yeah, no, that's true, because uh, I mean. Uh, who well, would you rather? Well, Caroline, way, who would you rather start if you can't get if you say you don't get no other free agent Mac Mac uh, Corral or Carson Wentz? Well, they. they you know what I mean. Well, Carolina's what top ten picks. So a lot of people I I'd seen yeah, a lot I, of people think they might take a quarterback. I
1: heard Richardson. Uh, you know I've seen you know Grass, which is that don't mean nothing. Uh, I've seen that, that because of what Richardson's abilities and the coaches coming in with with the, with the Colts that uh, Richard Davis were. Options. But again, I, I don't I don't think do you take Richardson with your fourth pick? Don't you try to move back?
0: Yeah, I don't think you take Richardson at four.
1: And try to gain another second round pick and take him eight or nine. Like like if you wanted to change with Carolina, take Carolina's nine pick and pick up another second or third round pick. You know, that, that yeah. would make more sense if you if you want Richardson.
0: Yeah. Which I'm not I'm not sold on no, Richardson. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not yeah.
1: saying I am. To me, what I'd like to see him do, get Carr. Find a way to draft Hooker, not with the, you know. With the fourth pick, maybe even move back in the draft and get more picks where you could get Hooker to be your backup guy,
0: for uh, Carr. Uh, let's see, Don, Don Don said I'm on Baylor money line. I need one more game. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like Iowa State. Uh, uh, actually, in that game, Don the WVU game, I, and that went down to four and a half on on Fanduel. Uh, I like Iowa State to minus four and a half.
1: I like Eastern Washington that money line. Uh, both teams have been pretty successful, but uh, Eastern Carolina is like undefeated at home, and the point spreads pretty close both ways because both teams got a pretty good record. But just Eastern Washington being so good at home. Who is it? East Washington too? Uh, Montana
0: State. Montana State.
1: Both of them's got pretty good records.
0: Yeah, them are, them are the other college games that we're, that we're on for tonight, Don. Uh, I I I like the Baylor I like Baylor a lot, and then I, I like Iowa State. I could. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. So I mean, I'm not saying it'd be a bad move at w- West Virginia at the plus four plus four and a half. But it, you said Eastern Washington money line, Dad.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. He said. He said he he he, he likes out and he's gonna he's gonna look it up. Yeah. He said. Okay. Uh, Eastern Washington's real good. That plays or has been playing real well at home.
1: They're
0: they're uh current minus one and a half. Is is current. Yeah. So you probably get decent money line at minus one. Maybe minus 115, 120 or
1: something. I think it says minus 110. Minus
0: 110, okay.
1: But, I, mean, I don't know. That's even better. Um, but, yeah, the, b- both teams got pretty good records. Um, that, the, the thing I liked was them head-to-head the last ten times. Eastern Washington's beat them eight times out of the last ten head-to-head. Uh, but the records on the year is uh, Montana State's 21-9. and nine. Eastern Washington is twenty-two and
0: eight, but Eastern Washington's eleven and zero at home. On well, FanDuel, uh, Eastern Washington's a uh, minus, they're minus one and a half, and they're minus one thirty-two on the money line. Montana's plus one ten on the money. Montana State's plus one ten on the money line. So it's pretty close to close to Yeah.
1: So I mean, just to being eleven and zero at home, I, I like Eastern Washington. But I mean, it's a, it's a, against the spread at home this year. Eastern Washington's eight
0: and two. All right. Well, we we appreciate everybody watching. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, or 1, excuse me, 3 p.m. Eastern with another episode of Easy Money. (laughs) Frankie, thank God the weekend is over. I miss seeing that special face. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Lord!
1: What's he he talking about, Jay? (laughs) Is Jay Uh, Jay his dad or his
0: grandpa? I forget. I I forget. but uh, <laughs> uh, my picks are 119 and 109 on the year. I was 3-2 and two on Friday. Uh, today's picks are Hornets minus 7, 76ers minus 6, Celtics at the minus 2.5, Pelicans minus 4, and then in college basketball, I'm going to take Baylor at the minus 1.5. And I'm going to take Iowa State at the minus 4.5. I see Eastern Washington minus two. I like the money line better. I'm going to roll with roll with that. Thanks, fellas. No, hey, no problem. And uh, Frankie said he's talking. He, he said I'm talking about sexy Tony Gonzalez. You didn't have to read that. <laughs> but uh, like I said, join us tonight, 6:30 uh, p.m. Eastern for uh, GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room. We're going to talk some old school wrestling. Talk uh, some Monday Monday Night Wars. Yep. And then uh, also tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern, GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, j- join us for that we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern for another episode of Easy Money a sports betting show hope everybody has a great monday or a great monday talk to you tomorrow